Now on Racing Pulse, RSN's racing editor, Matt Stewart. For people to have love and affection for racing ongoing, if they experience farms and sales and all that sort of stuff, it's, it's just much easier to get your head around why you love it instead of standing in a pub tap putting first fours on and things like that. For more news, opinion and selections, head to rsn.net.au. Uh, it is time for Matty Stewart's news, and gee whiz, there is plenty of news bubbling around at the moment, Matty, but I think the big talking point um, from punters and also participants yesterday, especially jockeys, was the fact that James McDonald, the number one jockey, has been given a reduction and is now available to ride three of the four favourites in the Group 1 races, including the favourite in the Slipper Cylinder on Saturday, and it was quite interesting to watch the reaction on social media of fellow jockeys yesterday, mm. Matty, as well. Well, it was. So, effectively, he's had a six-meeting suspension reduced to four, which allows him to slide in to Rose Hill on Saturday for the Golden Slipper and for Animo and so on. So, uh, the big superstar jockey uh, rides on the big superstar meeting. Uh, and the, the, the template, as described by the, um, uh, the appeal panel of Racing New South Wales... Uh, it, it, this is the mindset of of the appeals panel in reducing what he described, McDonald described as a brain fade with the interference that severely checked uh, a runner or runners and almost causing a fall. So that's the steward starter with, it was high level offence that almost brought a horse down on the same day that uh, we saw those two terrible incidents at Flemington. This is just reading from their transcript, right? Uh, the base penalty was then discounted by 10% on account of the appellant's plea. Okay, 10%. A further 10% to reflect that the feature meetings that are occurring at this time of year, and that's always a very controversial mindset in appealing penalty is just because the races are big, does that make any difference to the actual offence? So 10% for that. And 40% um, was because of his clean record, which again, to me, is a controversial one that separates the offence from the jockey's overall record. So 40 plus 10 plus 10 uh, mathematically equals James McDonald's back on Saturday. Well, that well, to be honest, that was the start of it. So that reduced the 14-day meeting to um, a six-meeting, or technically 5.6 meetings, and then they went to yep. the appeal. And... Reading through the transcripts, um, I think it was two of the three appeal board members said that they believed it should have been a 15% reduction, not 10%, because it was such a big feature race meeting. So they wanted to increase it to 15% rather than 10%, which brought it down further to 4.9 meetings. Now, they then said um, that that 49 should be rounded down to four meetings, given McDonald's clear record, um, which allows him to ride on Slipper Day. But in doing so, the chair of the appeals panel said this should not be considered a precedent, which I don't know how, if you're making this rule, it can't be considered a precedent. So it wasn't a unanimous decision. I think it was 2-1. But the way it's fallen for James McDonald is that he is now free to ride on Slipper Day. Yes, and as you say, that was the recalibration of the appeals board uh, to to allow him to come down where 4.9 was reduced to 4 and all these sorts of talk of not being a precedent. Uh, even the jockeys have arced up here. Brenton Abdullah, 
uh, ha-ha, not seen as a precedent, he tweeted. Uh, uh, Rick McIntosh, the, the, our race caller, said he was staggered on social media by the decision. Regan Bayless uh, pondered that the next time someone gets suspended during uh, the winter at Canterbury, let's roll the same precedent. Um, uh, Chad Schofield, not seen as a precedent, is my highlight. So they've all homed in on the claim that it's don't treat this as a precedent. Nick Williams, on the other hand, said he was pleased and our sports need our sport needs its stars, which I'm not sure that one stands up to to a lot of wider scrutiny. Dan, Daniel Gannadon was um, got the vote for the most humorous tweet. He said, I'll no longer be taking rides at Saturday's Rose Hill Slipper meeting to protest the decision on J-Max's appeal. Says D. Ganderton with a broken collarbone sitting in Sprayton. <laughs> um, yeah, so... But th- that, that tweet from Nick Williams is an interesting one. Daniel Harford said, great call, right decision. We need the biggest stars on our biggest days to be riding. I because... couldn't disagree more. So why, why is that? Well, because you're putting their star factor ahead of the offence. If, say, if a lesser-known jockey occurred the same offence, would you be less interested in whether he rode or he or she rode? I don't think there's any doubt. You can't use James star McDonald's factor. Star factor is a major reason why he is <laughs> well, riding. Well, then that's corrupt. If you're right about that, then that is a disgrace. Just because someone's famous, it's like uh, Craigie, who was the Phil Spector. <laughs> Phil Spector, uh, because he was famous, still committed that crime that put him in jail for 30 years in Hollywood 10 years ago. Like, it is a ludicrous angle to suggest that because someone is a star that their offence doesn't matter as much, that the star factor outweighs the offence. It is... I've never heard anything as ridiculous in my life, with all due respect to Nick Williams and Daniel Harford. I think that's what's occurred here, though. I don't Hang think on, you do can you, argue do you about un, do you, What do you think about star factor versus offence? I think... I, you cannot I, be serious, I Michael. I don't think there is any way that the panel that made this decision could have said that this is not a precedent. It has to be setting a precedent. Do you think that star factor is, is, uh, should be factored in? I don't think there's any way that it's not factored in. No, but do you think it should be factored in? Oh, if we in? all lived in a in a in a totally um, beautiful, wonderful world where there is everyone li- works. So, and if lives a celebrity on the same murders level, a vagrant happen. on the street, do they get a lesser penalty than if you or I do it? I think there's a big, bigger chance that they would. <laughs> but it's just—it's a terrible. But this is—this is life. No, this no, is but what if, happens in all no, but levels then that's of why society. you fight against those sort. I'm of I'm not ridiculous... saying it's right, but I'm saying this is what happens, and I don't think anyone in their right mind. No, but that's what I was asking you. Do you was, think it if should that was be a three a kilo claiming apprentice? There would never have been the reductions that were implied. Obviously, the good riding record, that should be standard, and I think it is standard. Um, the 10% which they've now... But the world's going to go down the drain if this is the way the, the, the mindset 15% is. 15% because it was a um, a feature day. That's where the controversy is. I'm not judged. This is really nothing to do with the James McDonald situation, but... No, it's any jockey. No, but I cannot believe that people believe, and you seem to half believe it, that that think- a star factor is 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 an influencing Don't- factor when it comes to penalties. But are you staggered that it's not? No, it's 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 a ludicrous suggestion. Just because no, it, no, it, it's not- a real happens in the real world not- doesn't mean hang it on. should. I'm not. No, you, we're arguing two different things here. I'm not saying it's the right thing, but I'm saying there is no doubt that that is what has happened. Do you think that that's what's happened or not? I don't. I. I, I it seems that there's, there's a there's a 
uh, an undercurrent of that. There seems to be. Of course, it's the reason he's off. But but no one's ever going to come out and state it enough for it to be torn apart. So it's it's not something that we can say is a template for this because he's famous. But uh, and he adds to turnover and all that sort of stuff. Uh, It reminds me of the situation with Zach Purton and Mark Van Gestel in Hong Kong. Where Purton basically said, you or me, mate, I'm a superstar and I drive turnover. Your rules are too harsh. If I was Van Gestel, um, I would have said, pack your bags and get out of my jurisdiction. Mm. Um, That's what should happen. But he's the star, so it doesn't happen. No, but Michael, it seems to me... I'm not saying it's the right thing. I I don't think he should have been given leniency... To be able to ride. But what, I think what you've got your head think? in your sand if you don't think that oh, that mama. is what's happening. Yeah, but I think if we do think that's happening, we should be jumping up and down from the rooftops to make sure that... Well, I think that that... that's what the other jockeys were kind of saying. Well, thank God for I'd that. Like thank God they're what, more sensible I'd than like some media commentators. I'd like to know what the reaction of Steve Railton, the chief steward, is to this. I think he'll be a bit button-lipped on it, to be honest. But um, 0416905052, we'll continue this right good, through um, the morning. I mean, good luck to J-Mac. He's got off. He's got nothing to do with J-Mac. Legal council's but... got him off, so he's free to ride. But I think he himself would consider himself pretty lucky. Well, I hope that every other jockey who's not J-Mac, and this is, again, nothing to do with J-Mac specifically, it's about the decision surrounding him, jumps up and down and tries to alert people to the distinction between having creating an offence and being more famous than... Billy Bloggs. So it's it's at a heightened time to have this made in, in a totally different racing jurisdiction. I wonder whether that same it's a decision, corrupt mindset. I wonder whether that same decision would have been made at racing in Victoria mm. um, with two massive falls in two weeks. We've seen some pretty nasty falls in Sydney in, in recent times as well. The SS, SMS machine has blown up. Let me read a few of these out. Uh, Maddie is living in a fantasy world. This level of corruption has been around for centuries, favouring the well-off. I'm not saying it's corruption. I don't want to get a legal letter from anyone. I'm not saying it's corruption. This is an SMS that's come in. That's not what we are saying. Um, And corruption isn't the right word because I don't think it's... um, It's a corrupt mindset if that's the mindset. Obviously, an apprentice or country jock would not have seen the same love from the stewards. Uh, once again, one rule for one group and a different rule applied for the rest of us. That's Brownie from Blackburn. Um, Stuart is correct. It's a disgraceful decision, Ree McDonald. That's from Hariba. Wasn't the precedent set last spring when he got a deferred suspension and a promising Victorian jockey lost a ride in a Group 1 winner? I can't remember that. Um, and Blue Eyes, you're drinking your own bathwater. What does that mean? Well... Depends on what, in what you put sense? in the bus. <laughs> well, that you seem to be thinking that star factor matters. So, I, 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 and I stand by that. If it wasn't James McDonald, it wouldn't have happened. Uh, it's an absolute joke. Right up there with our Patton and Group Racing Clash, when we're racing New South Wales, uh, and Stewart's. I don't know about throwing Maddie in there, start wearing clown outfits. Uh, good record, wasn't he? Rubbed out for eighteen months. Well, that's a totally different thing, and that good record um, applies to his past two years. Well, I'll give you the Victorian example. When the superstars were all caught in the Airbnb, they didn't get any discount or sympathy because they were the superstars of the game regarding Spring Carnival. So I would say that every um, steward or appeals board member would have absolute pride in um, attributing decision-making not based on star factor. I, I think it's almost... They should feel offended if there's a suggestion that they put his star factor ahead of their professional judgment. I would, I would, I mean, I, I know a lot of stewards and, and that as you do. I, I think they would, 
they would ju- they would be very angry if there was any suggestion that they played favourites because mm. there's 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 just no room for that in 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 these situations at all at all. No, there there shouldn't be. But my personal opinion is I think it played a factor. Well, and I I suspect. Uh, north of the border, perhaps. I, 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 all I can say is that in this jurisdiction, I would, and I think there's a lot of examples where star factor has not been factored in. Um, I would, um, I would say that all I know is that in the jurisdiction that I exist in, um, that I would be very, very surprised if a star factor decision was made. Uh, Michael, perhaps a way to avoid this controversy is if the suspension lands on group or racing days, maybe the jockey should be able to have a month window to slide the suspension, similar to sitting out grand finals and footy. Um, it should never happen. Uh, didn't Willow miss winning a Melbourne Cup ride? That's from Sean. Um, Dunedin, was it? Oh, but can you imagine the AFL Commission with Dustin Martin, if, if it's a serious offence that everyone could see and it was high injury potential, if Dustin Martin was given what appeared to be favouritism? Can you imagine the backlash but, on the AFL but it has if happened. that happened? It is a perfect one. It's a Crips moment. He shouldn't be a Brownlow medal winner. Um, so in any, any walk of life, I think there is, if not a conscious, a subconscious factor for a huge name, a big name. We've seen it in AFL Grand Finals. Um, Craigie, who was the, the who? Barry Hall? He he got let off. Was it? Did they go to the courts in the end before a Grand Final? They appealed it. If it wasn't a Grand Final, he would have been rubbed out from a general round. It mm. happens in all walks of life. Well, I'm not saying it's right, but I think. Well, it, if it, it plays any, a factor. any evidence that it does play a factor should be chased down the rabbit hole to establish um, what the motivations are because it's it's a fundamental disgrace if that's the mindset that's used. Paddy Cripps is another one coming through. Um, morning, gents. Didn't the same thing happen in Victoria with the stewards on Saturday with Mark Zara, uh, who was lucky to get away... Um, uh, and it was considered the interference wasn't harsh enough to miss a group one. So, I mean, we need to probably get clarification from the stewards, but reading the determination, there is definitely um, a higher leniency for major race days and group one race days than run-of-the-mill meetings. Which I... But call me naive, but I find that... Uh, that doesn't sit well with me at all either. It's it's <laughs> Here's yeah. one. Hey, Maddie, if OJ Simpson wasn't a star, would he have got off? Yeah, I know, but, but there's been 30 years of anger and bewilderment about mm. OJ. So it doesn't mean that it, it's accepted. It might be accepted by one judge with an ill-fitting glove in a courtroom in Los Angeles, but it doesn't mean the rest of the world's not appalled by it. Hey, you know what is good news? And we can all agree about this. Jamie Carr, um, brought out of her induced coma and communicating with her family, which is brilliant news yesterday. Oh, it's fantastic news because, you know, there was uh, obviously a great concern about Jamie Carr and, uh, you know, head-related issues and so on. And uh, so she's... um, uh, Jamie Carr is now awake and communicating with uh, her family, uh, Maddie Highland said yesterday. So that's great news. We don't know what this means for... Uh, when she returns, uh, what the timeline is. The... I'm imagining it'll be a fair while because you don't want to muck around with severe brain injuries. And if you've been placed in an induced coma for three days, basically slept for three days to let the brain try and heal as much as possible, that is a severe hit to the head. And, I mean, we look at the issues that Dwayne Dunn and Michael Walker have had from repeated severe concussions as well. So I think 
you'd be erring on the side of caution, wouldn't you? And there's everyone's different, but there's also the psychological aspect of um, you know that that momentum being broken by something so. You know, such a brutal thing that happened. So it's going to be fascinating to see uh, how she claws her way, or not claws her way, but how she works her way back into form and so on and how long it takes. So everyone's on her side, of course. So we, we hope that um, things work out really well for and Ethan Brown and Craig Williams. I know, and well, they're all very good friends, that group. So, um, and they've all been through it in the last few weeks. Um, just interestingly as well, now Jamie Carr is part of this All-Star Mile documentary, which is following her every move. Mick Price, I think Lindsay Smith. Now, I don't think that this is going to be broadcast until sometime next year. It takes a lot of production work. But, I mean, this little scenario in 12 months' time or six months' time could be a fascinating insight if they continue to get the access that they normally would when you're following around someone. I know there was an effort three or four years ago to do this and it, it fell over because some of the key talent would just didn't want to be um, swamped in that way daily. So, um, yeah, well, this, this you know, uh, it'll be a dramatic twist of the of the doco, um, this particular incident. So um, I thought what was great about it was how the um, uh, all the jockey friends were so, the solidarity, you know, the, just how close automatically mm. they became. Mellum bailing from his last couple of rides at Flemington and then and so on. So, um, yeah, well, it's certainly a dramatic event. There's no doubt about that. Hey, did you have a punt yesterday in Adelaide? I thought the the result, even though it probably wasn't great for punters, it was a brilliant result for Amy and Ashiagi with Rebel Racer. What a tough performance and a great ride from Froggy Newitt. It was a great ride because the rails was totally off. Uh, there was. I remember hearing interviews throughout the day. Matt Kamani was interviewed about team captain, and he said, "Well, I don't know what jockey's going to do now. This track is lopsided." Um, Why was it? So well, like- that's what I'd like to know: is how on the biggest day um, you can be because Morphville generally doesn't play that way. So, what happened? I mean, clear weather. I mean, it wasn't disastrously so because they did adapt, and certain winners came from inside barriers and somehow found a way, but. Um, it was just a really uh, awkward punting conundrum, I would have thought, um, and I'm not sure how, uh, with the weather we've had and the importance of the meeting, how it could have played uh, as lopsided against the rail as, as it did. But And it made Craig Newitt's ride even better because he basically had a... He was in front, sort mm. of, and he had to plot a yeah. course and, and so on. So. Hey, I know who did have a fill-up. Uh, I love the post-race interview of Lloyd Kennewell after uh, he won the... Cinderella yesterday was show royale. She had two jump outs, she won them both. I took her to Geelong official trial. She hit a pothole at 300, he eased her out of the trial. Only official trial went down to running second last beat in a fair way. Joe Baddock sorted a win first up. We bet, we won. Today, we bet, we won. Kick all your punters and tipsters out the door. No one tipped to run first four. <laughs> he, he does that a lot. I love that, you know, um, putting, the, good. putting the, the tipsters on there. And he, wasn't it interesting what he said about... The trial last preparation where the horse sort of put its foot in a pothole mm. and then <laughs> there's as, as long as the horse to one on debut. Well, isn't that a lovely little bit of information that we'd love to have known at the time when it was beaten forty lengths he's in a jump a, out? He's had a good couple of days, Lord, winning with Meridius um, after the good luck of it missing a tiger snake in its box as well. Still trying to work out what happened to the tiger snake. Um, one of your great horses uh, has been retired and is. 
found mm. stud duties. Uh, you'd be signing up for a mare to go and see Profondo if you had one, wouldn't you, Matty? Yeah, hopefully one with a big ticker. Um, oh. Profondo's off to Windsor Park. He's a great one winner. Yeah, look, he's probably got a... Well-bred? Yep, th- there's there's those elements. And look, he, he became a bit of a... I don't know what he became, but he certainly um, lost his mojo to a degree. But I think the raw ability was there. He was a $1.9 million yearling. Of course, he's by Deep Impact. Um, Windsor Park stud. Yeah, look, in a bizarre twist, he may be better at stud than he was on the racetrack. Who knows, you know? Um, yesterday, we spoke about the... Uh, I don't know how you describe it. It's a it's a, a shocking situation, a shocking um, story about Gerald Ryan. Is there any more um, developments there? Not not as such, other than the fact that obviously we've been um, trying to get as much information as we can about the past and the and the present with the the Gerald Ryan situation. And I, my own view is that um, I, I'm, I know that the Racing Integrity Commission would welcome anyone who's got anything to say or, or any victim statement to make about the Gerald Ryan uh, situation historically, or you know, well, how deeply historically? Who knows? Uh, I'm still a bit confused as to why it fell over when it did back in the day because there were witness statements uh, made to the VRC at the time which was the controlling body uh, about a series of accusations against Gerald Ryan I'm still a bit confused as to why um, the racing authority doesn't feel it's got enough information based on those witness statements to enact some sort of a local rule here about Ryan runners crossing the border. Well, there is a, as part of your trainer's license in Victoria, the character clause. Um, so I don't know whether they've looked yeah. at that. I'd, li- I'd just like to get some clarity from Racing Victoria regarding its position on Gerald Ryan and why, why the VRC investigation didn't amount to anything at the time. I think that's an important question to be asked. And why um, they don't feel that they've got enough of previous witness statements where they could enact some sort of an action against Gerald Ryan. I may be wrong. I just think it's important that Race Victoria now comes out and, uh, and, and, and restates its position on Gerald Ryan. I think that would be very helpful. We'll do more on this tomorrow, but it's the huge Cheltenham Jumps Festival over in the UK. And we speaking to Amy Yagi before, she said part owners uh, in the Adelaide Cup winner, Piers Morgan and Sandy McGregor, who are two of the biggest jumps racing fans, uh, were on their way to Cheltenham when they watched the Adelaide Cup in flight. <laughs> that can only happen up the pointy end. Um, <laughs> so the, the day one, I, I love the... Um, I've been watching a lot of doco, uh, Vision of Cowdo Star and Denman in recent times, and the amazing that those horses are the best of the best to me, the, the great jumpers. And there's one going around tonight. It's a dollar thirty favourite. Its name is Constitution Hill. It's trained by Nicky Henderson. Um, is it in the Champion Hurdle? Champion Hurdle odds on favourite. Nicky Henderson's quote is: "Look, things can always go wrong, but nothing worries this horse." So, mm. if you want thirty in a hurdle, well, if you want to see. Um, poetry in motion, then uh, you might want to have a, a a look at Constitution Hill tonight. Yeah, we'll do that uh, for sure. We'll have more on the Cheltenham Jumps Festival tomorrow. Uh, Matty, a lot of uh, news. So We'll keep the SMS trail yeah, going right, later on as well. And you're going to be on the big V. There's a, yeah. there's a lot of SMSs, uh, especially surrounding uh, the James McDonald situation, which I know you'll maybe a yay or nay um, topic 